Hi, you guys. This is Kilowatt. I'm here with the LFC here in Oregon City at the Lucky Point with two anonymous uh, contributors to the podcast. LFC was just con- like continuing her story about her long love for this general patron. Is it a patron or the... It's a bartender. But I know, but like, what's the fancy word for bartender, for the patron and the matron? You are the patron. So then what's the other? I would be, well, not a mater e. Um, it is a, not mater e, but something else. I think this is important. I'd like to get lady advice. You guys are on a podcast just soon. And it's not that popular, I promise. It's, we only have a few. But it's fun. Um, what did he say? No, but like, update. So she talked to the guy at the thing, and now here we are. For a year and a half, I've been going to this bar, and I go every week to sometimes every other week. And I sit for a very long time. Sometimes I take friends, and I do Thank nothing. Thank you for leaning into the phone. Okay. And he's got me figured <laughs> out that I don't sleep around. I'm all this whatever. Consistently herself. And he's super hot, and there's something so wonderfully. So you, know the, you know when a dude is super confident? You can't. It's like Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't? Think everybody wants to do Keanu. Keanu Reeves is my spirit he, animal. This person, this man, is named Julius. <laughs> I, I think you should tell the story. No, I want to hear. You. I was talking about Keanu Reeves. No, go ahead. Yeah, so he's Keanu Reeves confident. Oh, it's that. Oh, need a, I kind of see that. Where does he work? I need to run down there. <laughs> he is, and he's he just carries this, himself with this sexy confidence, and it's just like after a year and a half, I'm sold. I, I completely. But what did he say when when you what, what did he say today? I was retarded. So what happened was two weeks ago, uh, she took the man off. finally speaks to you and you can't fucking speak back. I did that because I was a fucking retard. Are you kidding me right now? I screwed it up and I'm still murdering myself inside. Like you're an idiot, black guy. What'd you say? I okay. He goes. So what is it that you like to drink again? And I got up so scared. I felt naked, like in New York City, naked all of a sudden. And just like got up and went. Um, like Alanis Morissette. And I pointed like kind of to where the other bartenders went. And I went, they know how to make my drink. Oh, no. And I said. Oh, no. Oh, no. You didn't tell me that. Oh, no. And then I said, I'm going to go have a cigarette. And I took off. Why oh, would you well, do that? You're I'm, that. I'm retarded. No, listen, you're fine. I don't know. How That's to, all you did. I don't know how to no, handle you're fine. attention. And I you're don't, a grown ass woman. I, know, I haven't you're been fine. like in a great relationship in like seventeen thousand years. <laughs> so if someone gets oh me, my god, you're fine. You how to make it? Asshole. We should go back there. I we should go. So I thought that you maybe know, she, she was like ripping him a new one. She was like, I. I'm just saying. The story that she gave me. Juicy. Oh, no, no, no. May I have some vodka, please? <laughs> the, the story that LSD gave me was, okay, so I said to her, I said, so tell me what happened with this guy. And she goes, I just, oh, man, Straight I fucked up. it up. I, uh, so bad. You didn't mess it up. Then I'm sure? like, today I told her, she, she describes to me how he. Because he just. He was in front of me like he didn't know where to put his hands. Yeah, he didn't know what to do with his hands. I said, that means he likes you. Because if a guy doesn't know what to do with his hands, that means he doesn't want to put them on himself. He wants to put them onto you. And he's trying not to do that because he knows that that's not socially appropriate. And you're pretty hot. He's all over (laughs) that. That's what I tell her. I tell her all the time. I said she's like a little supermodel. Just a little kissy kiss. Wait, do that one more time. (laughs) 
by you getting all that dusty. Worked? I feel vulnerable right now because you guys are actually getting a story. No, but you don't Which actually have anything like to worry about. Right Here's the thing. Here's Thank the you. Thing. But because you got tongue-tied and you look like all of that kind of stuff, now he's walking. You know what he's walking away with? He goes, oh my gosh, she likes me. So he thinks it's cute. There you go. You were kind of tongue-tied today. Just that was saying. cute. He yeah. thinks you're cute. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Oh, what you're doing so is now. actually helping you and future Julius, man. You kind of have to go back. Not necessarily now. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just go saying. Go get your dude. Go get him. Go get him. You guys really? Yes. What seriously. if he has a girlfriend with three kids? And so? Oh, well, then we have to beat him and kill him. <laughs> well, then he's he's gonna have a whole lot of mess on his hands because you're already coming for him, and that's the problem. But you know what? You but I feel like he's the type of dude who would never disrespect his woman by talking to someone else. So that is they great. To, okay, but here's the thing: they have to make their tips. Yeah, but number two, usually if there's that's children a valid or wife in statement. it, it usually comes into some kind of say, conversation down the road. But he gets paid to talk to people. Yes, so. he does. I just said. Uh, but here's the thing. But when they you, still when you come acted up. all shy and all weird. Yeah. And that's what you did. That's I did. all I you did. I was weird. Yeah. That's it. That guy's going. So the next no. time that you go that's there. That's just because yeah. you're a strong woman and men have conditioned you to think that then when you're not the being overly. The next time that you go in there, he's going to confront you again. Yes. Accommodating if and being If we're a alone like that moment. That was the only moment in the whole year and a half that I've been going there. But what's the bar packed all the time? It's a river short. Yes. <laughs> it is actually usually. You should go. You should. What I can do is a little intel if you want. Recon. She wants to I'll recon. do some recon. But I'm so good at recon. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to ask Kaylee. I'm going to ask Kaylee and I'm not going to tell her that I'm asking for LSC, but I'll be like, when is Julius work and when can I get him alone on his chef? He's not going to let it I'm going to get that. That's happening. He's just going to bring it up. Because he, or I could also just find out what his first and last name is and if he's already connected, then we don't have to worry about it. Right. Which is why dating for me was so difficult in general because I I would just like, find someone that I like, thought was like a focal point that I liked, and, and if they weren't connected, like then I would go after them. But then I would find out later that they were connected to someone who they weren't committed to just yet, but they were just talking. And then I would be the one to mess that up, and that was always so frustrating to me. I never I care because I care if I'm I'm a so if you're not obsessed with me, I'm like already bored. No, I'm and I don't want any part of it. But because I never wanted to shut it down. The interesting part about that is that it isn't until you show me that you're not interested that I'll be okay with it. But if you show me you're interested, I'm freaked out and I have to leave because this is weird now. And then as soon as you show me that you're not interested, then I engage. And then as soon as you show me a little bit of give back, like pushback, then suddenly you. <laughs> you must be obsessed with me or else this isn't a thing and I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> and you require obsession. I know, I do. It's really weird. she's extra vain. I know. <laughs> I know. It's heavy Mars Pluto. And she's got the extra. You should go into comedy south too. Notes. My last life <laughs> was the same. Already. All of it. Yeah? Last life I was like, boom. I and then this life I'm like still here with that. Life. I think I've always had this life. Whatever energy That's was most hard. prominent in your last life shows yeah. up in your astrology chart in this life. All right, and it's drunk. what you revert back to is your fallback, which is really annoying because it's your drunk. Possibly, if you remember it. <laughs> right. I don't. That's well, why I'm thinking I'm a drunk. <laughs> Do you remember falling, falling down, but didn't really fall down? Then yes, you're right. You were a drunk. <laughs> I think that was my my life before. I think reincarnation is a lot like being a really good drunk. Because oh. reincarnation, you're supposed to forget. I don't understand the whole point of why are you supposed to forget in reincarnation? What because is the, the whole of purpose that? of us reincarnating as souls and conscious beings 
is because we're all actually stemming from one particular perspective of source. And that energy is what's like, if you imagine you were the only conscious being in space, like just like hypothetically, just sit with me for a second in sci-fi realm. Imagine you're just sitting in a black ether of space and time continuum knowing that you're the only one and you're the only conscious being ever and that will ever be. You're going to want to know why you're there and what happened and how you got there and parts about yourself that you could never learn without the experience of being in the other. I need to stop you. So what happens I is have you to have spiral out. To to this. Oh, I've already had May it. May I buy you one? <laughs> you <spiral out. laughs> of course you'd say that with your amazing LFC voice. <laughs> I can't follow that. But what it is is that like... Okay, well, well take it this way. Take it in a different direction. Have you ever heard anybody say that that person's an old soul? Oh, yes. Yeah, right. And that they've been around and they're beyond their years. Or, hey, you, this four-year-old, you remind me of my grandpa? Of my grandson. Oh, there you go. So take it in that way, and it's kind of the same thing she said. So then you're working with someone who actually sits there and studies people's birth charts. And I work with families and their birth charts, and I learn things about them. Like, um, my friend Gigi has her favorite uncle was murdered. He was stabbed in the ribs. Her son has a birthmark where there was a stab mark in the ribs, right there. Uh, like numerous accounts have happened like that. Where I there's like a special thing like that. that there have See been you. documented cases of children that reincarnate on the other side of the world and could not let go of the fact that they were murdered in a previous lifetime to the point where they have literally driven their fucking parents insane. And we're like, I was murdered. We need to bring my captives to justice. Okay, like what Denver. about what about this? No, there there's a book. I'm not She's even speculative. About. I want to hear the yeah, argument. Yeah, let's do it. I'm just wondering. Okay. So I got I got this boy, my okay. grandson. My father died when my grandson was it was a year and a half old. My grandson is now nine. I have five acres. We work outside all the time, so we're doing a garden, right? This was when he was six. He was six years old. And you know, you gotta do, you gotta till, you, there's a lot of shit you gotta do to the garden. My dad always did the garden one way and one way only. So I'm doing this garden, my six year old, or my, my grandson, too young to remember anything about my dad. Right. And he says, do you remember when I used to do gardens? I never did it this way. Why are you doing it this way? <laughs> and I said, because for oh, him, he's still I working said, off a conscious level that he doesn't understand. That, how, do, how do you want to do this garden? Yeah. And so he started to tell me. It's the exact same way my dad did the garden. So I kind of take a step back and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's happening right now. Really? You know, we're, 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 you're my grandson. So. What's that all about? My best friend died when I was pregnant with my daughter. And she used to spend every day that I worked, because I worked full time and I went to school full time at PSU. So I split my, the only way that we could make this work, so she was the boss lady and I was the under worker that nobody knew we were best friends. So we agreed before I started working that we would not tell anybody we were associated. We'd pretend like we didn't like each other. And then when people weren't looking, she'd rub my belly and be like, how's baby, baby? <laughs> like, it was so cute. And so I would just be like, this is my schedule. I have a, a heavy physics test Thursday. I need, like, 
Tuesday, Wednesday off and we would adjust it so I could schedule it. So that's favoritism at the max, okay? So we, to avoid any kind of like backlash, we just pretend like we didn't know each other. And when she died, my daughter was born a couple months after, it was that summer after she died. And my daughter, when she was 18 months old and was just starting to talk and like getting into her little self, she was looking up at me and she's like, you're not alone still. Cause I would always tell Addie that I was alone growing up. Like I was always, that was the biggest thing. Like I never invited a woman to be my best friend cause I was always alone and I better that way. Like I'm very good at being myself. Right. So she'd say, you're not alone still. Because I'm here. And so my little girl looked up at me and said, you're not alone still. I was like, and I'm crying. <laughs> but I was like, that's so the concept of reincarnation. Of course, I gravitate to that because of where my best friend died. But I, because of other stories, like I told you, where those kids were convinced they were murdered. They actually wrote a book about it. And it was these, there was like documented cases where these kids went to the villages. Their parents had enough money where they could fly the kids to that fucking village and they found the person. They're like, you killed me here. You killed me. This I, way. I, yeah, I've read about that. That was wily. Like that, that's what really got me into that. And so when my dad died, he was a shaman and he said, and I told you this, I think he, uh, he was a shaman and he knew before he was going to die. He went to my big sister and said like, my time on earth is ending. And I'll send you guys. And then two weeks later, he was hit and killed by a drunk driver. And ever since that, because I only went to look for them after she died, my best friend died. Because she made me promise to go find my siblings that I'd found. I found out about them in a journal. And I called her and I was like, oh my God, I have like, like a brother and sister. I didn't know about my little sister at the time. And so she was like, you promised me that you'll find them. And then when she died, I was like, well, I have to find them now. And then when I found them, I found out that my dad had known he was going to die. He knew that he was going to be not here, and he said goodbye, and he said he would send us all guides. And then two weeks later, he was killed. And ever since that, I was like, I couldn't forget that he had already called it. And I was like, how the hell did he know that? Hmm. That part alone was, like, really, really effing troubling. I know? think some people just know, though. Yeah. Hey, do you ever have premonitions? I have dreams. About stuff that seems deja familiar. Vu. So you see things that have happened? Or well, deja it's deja vu. Deja vu. Where, you, you know, it's You like don't I'm know for sure saying, you feel it, but right, you know, like, I've had this conversation but, before. Exactly. And I get that a lot. And it's like, shit, we just did this. Why are you repeating yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that a lot. I, and, I do and I agree so. with the parts of the dreams. I I'll think that dreams, that, But then sometimes it is, it's like you, you sit back and you go, yeah. we've already talked about yeah. this. Yeah. We have it. And it's the weirdest feeling. I mean, it's just a weird feeling. It is. And it's word for word and everything about it. The colors, the person, Mm -hmm. the time of day. Mm -hmm. Everything is matching dead Mm -hmm. on balls. Mm -hmm. Have you guys heard about about CERN and the Mandela effect? I don't know. Okay, so CERN (laughs) is a company out in like Switzerland or Sweden in general. They far away from here, right? And in 2012, they did a like a like a project they called it that they took something called the Hadron Collider where they were trying to create the God particle like the one molecule that was dense enough to create life and continue reproducing life which is what science has always been trying to get to but when they did that they created a 
like they said they were creating a star type thing, but what they did was they created something that was so dense, they think it actually penetrated the actual layer of our existence in this reality in this dimension because it's all considered different levels of dimensions on top of each other when you get into quantum physics yeah like like we're someplace else right now like currently spheres. like time Doing itself different. is different continually spheres. playing yes. out yeah. yeah and so i had but a, we're there we're we're people we're, we're still people. They're in another dimension yeah. okay yeah. yeah like you have another okay. So I had a... You're, you're sitting someplace else drinking vodka right now. Right. With exactly. that little kiss so of soda. The with other people. <laughs> same kiss. people. We're all there. We're all there. We're all and you were still stupid when you talked to the dude. <laughs> <laughs> still but there. in a different But then there's another dimension that you rocked it. Is that right? Well, yeah. Is that like tomorrow? <laughs> that would be so nice. I would love to see that. Uh, is that next Friday? I want to go where I wake up and I, I like buy the way. I think I dropped like four eggs when he walked I hope, I, I hope there's one where I actually oh, am rich. I'm still right. fertile. I saw you but look you at him and as soon as you looked at him, I was like, is that the guy? I was like, that's the guy. You knew I saw the way you looked at him and I was like, yeah. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I feel in this. Then you probably have, yeah. I do so I will actually see something and, and then it happens either a minute later or an hour later or a couple hours you know what? later. It really does. And it, Whether I ever got a pocket business or not, I know. Okay. okay. I know. We it's just that actual, to, we just like an asteroid. We talked about that. You can see it in an asteroid placement. If I look up the number of the asteroid placement, I bet it's probably in third house thinking. Like I was like, okay, so I was thinking about when I was in a wreck and I was on the left side of the driver's side. And I saw I saw the wreck, and the, what happened in the accident that I was in is a van hit my driver door, it plowed in over a foot, and they had to take me out on the other side. So that's another story. But I was on the bus, and I was being self-pitiful, and I was still coming out of the grief, and I was thinking through every detail of being hit with this van. I look up while I'm imagining that recurrence of that crash. You're having a van. A van crossed over the line and crashed into the seat in front of me. You could have actually really strong. Oh my God, in dude! I'm mad. Chills just in downtown now. Oregon City. I wanted to say just now, you have really strong uh, like magnetic energy. It happens. And I swear to God, as soon as I thought that thought, it, I had mad body chills. I gotta tell you though, no, it's not great. I've never two months ago. I saw something happen, and yeah. then the guy got on and made it go down. And the bus driver, it wasn't you, but the bus driver and I had to work it out, and she. Had to send out total um, wicked like thoughts to him, to this homeless crazy guy. I don't know if he's homeless. He smelled like it or whatever. I'm not judging, but she just said, uh, "Stay the fuck away from her." In her brain, mm-hmm. and he called back to her and said, "I wouldn't do that. I'm a saint. I wouldn't touch her without her talking." And then we had she and I had to devise a plan. And this was this is on your all nonverbal. And so I went up front and I said to the driver, I said, I am unsafe on your bus. Yeah. Because he was standing right there. She was I know. And he was watching me to see if I was getting off. Yeah. I saw all this report happen. And then um, I'm gonna make a move and I need you to help me. She was okay. So I acted like I was getting off the front. That's what I told the passenger if I did and then he ran in the back. 
he ran out the side. So and then yeah. you got back on and, and she closed the door. Yeah. Yeah. I think I told you the story before. No, that's oh. what I've done with another passenger who had a drunk passenger on there trying to attack her. That's what happened. And we, she and I mutually called He was called really about her and she was like, can you help me? He wouldn't stop hovering and he was behind and he was doing all this. No, women are very intuitive. Like, we know when someone's going to get you. And, and so, I, and right when I said, please close the door, she closed the door. And because he started to move toward the front end to get back oh, on because right. he thought I wasn't right. getting off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and we had yeah. to like, because yeah. there's only, you know, you know this, you can't leave before your appointed time. So in the, but if it's for the safety like, well, of your you passenger, you'll yeah, just you know take off. But, so she watched him and watched him. And she must have been new. Any any senior driver, any senior driver, if they thought that was a go, they would have. You could have been six minutes early. At that point, she would have been like, we're out, bye. And then you sort of sat two blocks up. Yeah. Like, there's no need. Is that kind of stuff? No, but what I was I was going to finish saying, because I think this is really valid, and I only say it because when it's valid, my body tingles, and that's really annoying. That's right. So, you know, it's so annoying. It's like you have to address it because you know that this is a true thing. You have this ability to pull things to you, whether you know it or not. Yes. And yes. Yes. Boy, I have more reading to do. Yeah, you should probably check into like things that you're focused on and whether you're like your psychocybernetic settings should probably really be looked at. Like things that were built into your psyche when you were a child. Violence, apparently. Then then we need to readdress that and be like, you deserve to be safe. And you deserve to be this. You are capable of this and that. And then, so I've used that meditation before, and it actually works. I just need to get back to it. It's a, it's a constant working because yeah. like the cybernetics is the programming yeah. of your... Well, it's not right. Yeah. Maxwell Marx has a Whatever book called we... The Golf Bible. Oh. I think it's Maxwell Marx. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it's the Golf Bible is what they use, and they talk about how everybody has something in their psyche where children are so impressionable between the ages of, like, two to five. Mm-hmm. Because what you're building into them is how they perceive themselves yeah. and how they allow the other world to interact with them. So yep. if you build your children to be really confident or unless you were in a harmful situation where you were being harmed or you were very scared or you had to hide and be quiet or make yourself unseen. Yeah, I know. Um, you did. There's a part of you that isn't addressing that you're going to continually recreate this pattern until ago. you interrupt definitely. it. And by doing that, you're actively working not. against it and by meditating with different like yeah because i am a firm firm knowledge person of whatever it is that we are perceiving it will take fruition and shape yeah so i get that but i use it only in business and i should probably well the like, movie the secret was all fucked up because they yeah. fucked it up because they made it believe that you could manifest a beach house on the florida keys and maybe the beach house on the florida keys is not actually meant for you and so if you bring that to you you're going to be bringing a hellfire of life-altering experiences that will take you to your path that you're meant to have so if you're trying to create your own path you're saying to the creator or the source of life energy i have a plan and i know i'm better at making life plans than you are oh so you're challenging god in itself and its essence or goddess or the life source and you're saying that your true self like I think we as souls make an agreement with each other before we even come into this carnation 
I'm yeah. going to meet but this person. I will help them teach this lesson. Oh, They'll totally. help me learn this well, lesson and vice versa. And it's based off of the karmic yes, circle of things that have been done through the past. So somebody who has murdered you would be responsible for saving your life and giving you the best blessing you could have. That's the type of karmic payback that you get. But you're never going to see in this life. So like when I say, how annoying is this? And my ex-husband brought hell to my life. And never gets anything bad tossed at him. I'm so mad about that. Maybe in the next life he'll be responsible for helping me perpetuate my own bliss because he wronged me in this one. I certainly believe in karma. I do too. Like a balancing. But I'm 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 starting to learn more or expand my learning that it's not necessarily in the timeline and time frame that I design. So that part I'm starting to understand. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, they just came out with this study that showed that, that every single period of time is happening all at once. Like, they came out with that with quantum physics, or like they came out with the physicists came out with this algorithm that proved that time was happening all at once. And they were all like freaking out about this was a couple weeks ago. But there was a, like a study done on prayer where there was a group of people that were given a list of people to pray for, but they didn't understand these people that were praying in this prayer group didn't know they were praying for people 50 years ago. And every individual selected from the group was made randomly by the computer that they had selected, and it was just like a lottery type thing. Every person that that prayer group had spent time sending intention and will towards survived the illness or got better. None of them died. Everybody else on the list either died or got worse and like never fully recovered. Like it was like a random event where they didn't. So they proved with the fact of prayer. It's not so much religion, but it's more so intention and the fact that timelines don't truly exist. So it goes in. And then that's what he says my voice is gone. Have a drink. Let's do it. It's been a little quiet. Right. You're so great. You're awesome. When are you going to go back and get your dude? What do you guys think? Should she go get him tomorrow? Should I do intel first? Did he look at me at all? I don't know because I only saw, like, what I saw was just your. I, I saw your energy factors. shift. The second that I looked at you, I like knew to look a certain direction, and I saw a guy with a ponytail. And I was like, oh! <laughs> I was so and proud I of myself like for figuring it out. I was like, that's the guy! With facial hair and ponytails, but there's something so rock-hard, badass, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that means that you probably knew him. Total solid. He could be your guy from another time. What? <laughs> yeah, and it's actually rare. Like, So sometimes when you come into um, the carnation with like a soulmate, that could be like your child or your best friend or your neighbor who you like helped you rebuild your life after domestic violence. It could be a boss. You just you know? met him and it's been a few days later and it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I can tell you anything and I've known you all my life. That's oh, yeah. usually Pluto. Like, where have you been? Where that could be a lot been? of Pluto. It's good to see you again. Wait, how do I know you? That happens a lot. When like, you see go, them and oh, you're like, I know, I know you. I know, I know you, I know you. And then we go through, well, have you lived in Virginia? <laughs> have you lived in... No. What's really interesting no. to do is look at people so often. who don't know each other and to look at their charts and how they oversect and then listen to the stories and watch how it plays out. Like I've seen where like a, like a teaching position, like Malia... Um, and then um, Austin was shot in the face 
uh, when he was a kid. And so she kind of took him under his wing. And so I looked at everybody's charts and it was like this like teaching position where she was to help him. But in a past life, he had had the same one with her. Wow. And it was a payback of karmic debt that was resolved in this carnation. And that was a done deal. It's a balancing of energy. Whatever you put out, you get back no matter what. Oh, I'm a Might not be this karma. life, but it'll be the Dude, best. The real. Oh, yeah. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> and, it may not, and then I always say, it, but it it's everything. Be, it's all the good, I, too. It's right. really and annoying, though, when you kiss someone and you know that, lifetime, that that's your person. You. That's annoying. It, I know it's going to happen. Because you're not ever going to escape that in that life. No, You'll not, you can kiss everybody you want, but it'll never be My karma stories are about paying it forward. Like, the things the things that I have done good and all the things that I've ever tried tried to build and build and build and build and teach have come back and and I I have to acknowledge I can't like lie everything that I've tried to do good in has come back so that that's where my testimony of karma is I don't really have a thing where well okay I sue people and I take care of that shit <laughs> but that's you wanna hear I don't it. know if that's karma no, I just it's think not. it's me getting my job done <laughs> what it is is where it was like a you point know. in your life it's not really much I do I do east coast real estate by referral and then I don't know but I keep finding myself in a lawsuit and in a lawsuit and I represent and I write and I write and I write and I report and I keep showing up and I like I just got back from Kansas and I'm constantly testifying and, I don't know how and I you just got here and I you keep, had another one like show up because dude was just acting wildly. I have wily. two hearings next week. Oh, and wow. it just keeps like cycling back into the legal system and showing up and telling the truth about what I saw. I swear to God, you're like a like an undercover psychic lawyer and I love it. I, know, right? I love I, it because you're just randomly I, being put and, where you and need I to be. I think part of it is because I refuse to, to like... Like you won't lie about I it. I won't lie. And what, you're going to do what's integrally what's right. is that I, I'm a nerd and I'm very alone in the world. But uh, the thing is, is, I'm not gonna make shit up. I saw what I saw. <laughs> so I like you. When I saw you, and I was like, she's just gonna I say the thing. You know what? The truth is easier to remember. A lies are really hard. I can't track that. I That's why I never remember. I don't want that like, job. If I ever try and remember, <laughs> like, I fail know, at it's it's like, so yeah, bad. Seriously, won't remember that. Line. I, I think. I you know what my mom told me once I really when I was so. a kid? What? She said, "You know how I know that you lie? And this is you guys. You might know. Maybe you do it." I hope you do. I'm sure I do. She says, I know that you lie because when you lie, you look at me a lot longer hoping that I believe it. <laughs> and she's like, I don't it's that. like you lock in on me and you're like, does she buy that? Am I buying this? Is she? And I'm like evaluating whether or not she's getting it. And if she doesn't, then I start I to panic. Tell, that's good though. It's anxious no, it's very energy. Yeah. No, I used it's to really annoying because I'll be like, no. And then I'll look right at you. Look and run and go, oh, no, no, no. See, you've misunderstood. Only a mom can see. And it just comes out really, really strong. See, I'm so bad because I just want my kid to like tell me the truth so bad. And like he told me a lie this week. I always. He says to me, I need $40 for a choir class. And I said, First of all, in the state of Oregon, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about being in a public school system and have your parents have to randomly deliver forty dollars because we all know that that's not actually something they would ever demand. And it's free. <laughs> Usually, what would happen is they would say, 
We would really like ten dollars, and in six months they and might ask you to deliver because it because of a trip we're gonna go on. Yeah, like we'll have like a car wash, and there's gonna be some candy bars, and we're gonna figure this out together. That's true. There might be a Groupon event. We could ask you to buy a Starbucks gift card. Like it's gonna get really weird. But if you guys can hang with us, we're gonna get that forty bucks together. And like. This kid was like, Monday night, he's like, I need my $40 by tomorrow. And I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You're lying. And only because I knew he needed $40 for his phone. And so something that the social worker told me, I don't remember what the study was done. It was like a type of dog. And there was a psychologist and there was like a group of people that studied it. But it might be Pavlong's dog. But it has to do with learned trauma. And so if you learn that you have to lie to get what you require. I know people who can't tell the truth. Exactly. I do too. They actually do not feel like they can exist with themselves if they do tell the truth. And I've met people that actually can't live with themselves if they ever tell the truth about anything. I know too. Yeah. Oh, that's my daughter sucks. married him both. That's unbelievable sucks. personality. <laughs> my daughter married him both. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Because I can't Seriously. believe. Well, that I means that her purpose in this life is to I find truth, believe. no matter I, what, even I if she's entangled. The was worse than the first because we thought the first was really bad. I super <laughs> believe that story. See, I feel like the second for me was it. better. Like I'm so glad. Really? I was like, really? I compare the two, and I'm like, one was like the devil. Yeah. Yeah, no, and the other one was an angel, and at least if I can't okay. have him, no, he is not I know that help. like it's still gonna be okay. Like, but he's not gonna kill one? me. No. I'd like to buy our next round. No way. Yes. No. Because the world is. We did this last time too. We were like constantly. We're such cute little alphas. I want to get. I think for Halloween we should have little alpha wolf outfits. But not in a sexual manner, but like where we just like literally have like little wolf ears. May, may I have a kiss of, of juice, like pineapple juice oh. or whatever? Any pineapple juice. Just some amount of day. sugar. Look at you like. No, but they call it. She so, can't have a carb. This was really cool. So Pavlon's she dog. Can't a carb. How did you pineapple juice? I love that. Because pineapple juice seems to solve all drink problems. I pineapple, like anything. Do more? I do a dash. Sure. More. Just, 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 just a kissy, but. Just like, yes, yeah. I love it. Pepper Sorry, I don't know why I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure. We're watching the ducks. But yeah. this guy, so this, this is the only social worker who's ever gotten my respect because I've talked to multiple therapists with yeah, my right. child, and I'm like, why are you practicing? you know counseling with kids like what is your story so i understand what your drive is please hold that and he says to me if he you will says, please I, was i bossy i didn't mean that was so wow. cute i like it it's I, the alpha sorry the alpha i am um, it it's okay i didn't think it was alpha you're okay you're it was like a little bit of a flitter i get taken aside like a flash of light all the time it's just, it's like, i'm sorry it's just no you are fine <laughs> I like how concise. You know what See, that that's is? what Julius was probably feeling. Well, no. Like, you know what that is? Bitch. No. That is just somebody who lives in a society where they're not used to women being clear and concise about what they want. Because we're used to having to beat around the bush about what we want. Otherwise, oh, it's considered rude. But that's what I'd society's shown us time after time. I'm happy to apologize when I am. You're not. And I think, <laughs> I think that that's what's making you second guess is though, even though you weren't rude just now, you were absolutely fine. It's the area. Like, that would have worked in New York City. It is Oregon City. I agree. So you've been yeah. everywhere. Yeah. 
East, yeah, the, the East, um, like for most of my life. But I was reared in Northeast Portland. Oh. I graduated from Grant High School. Oh, okay. And I started a company there That's where after my mom, I got a business. I think school. my mom graduated from Grant. Oh my God, I want to talk to her. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> my mom. Yeah. I mean, you do, because she's amazing, but like she's going to talk about that her name a lot. an amazing school. She just has it was a lot. Hugely amazing. She has school. so much energy and she has no place to put it. I think oh, she should. I think she should fucking volunteer. You know when you're a woman that is not yet done with what you're meant to do to bring the healing to the world, and then should it gets I cut. Grant? <laughs> I think you should volunteer with like uh, the Porsche Project. That would be pretty amazing. That would probably. What's their intent? So, when I told you about my friend Gigi who had to fight for her son, she was pregnant when she got incarcerated. And what they do is they'll give them a list of options. They're like, you can adopt them out. We can allow foster moms, but they never really give you the option to keep your kid. No, but but it is an option. Fa- but you can do family. It you, is an option if you have family, if, uh, I or you can do the foster system. Right, but I wasn't going to say if you have family. I'm talking about if you have actual family that you still can call family. Yeah. Because by the time you get incarcerated, there's usually there's times, none. Ninety-nine percent of the time, those are women there suffering no from addiction left. because of the fact that they've been oh. shunned by the rest but of their family. Because your life has oh. gone here and you've Someone gone here. Someone needs to stand up for them. Porsche Project. Yes. You would be so good at that. Yes. Somebody does need to stand like up. Like the way you just presented because, that makes this fire in me go. Okay. So so what it is is that so okay I'm gonna put myself. And these in are that women position. who don't have anybody. So I'm gonna put myself in that position. So I have. I have a daughter, right? So she's doing things that I'm not really approving of and everything. And so she's going this way and I'm here. And we are now at the point where we're not doing well and stuff. So she, she feels from you. Of, she goes and does a bunch of shit. She gets pregnant. She gets incarcerated. I want somebody to reach out to me even when that... When she my gets job, pregnant when my, car- incarcerated? Right. Okay. So, she, so she's pregnant. She's in jail. So, and she's pregnant. She's As in jail. Minor? Uh, no, no, it doesn't matter. She could be 34. She did with like 42 when she had a Right, but the child's going to be taken away no matter what. But what I'm saying is that because I'm estranged from my daughter... Why is it and my child? daughter and my daughter says, "Hey, I don't have any family. They don't care about me. I want somebody." No, 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 no. So her and I have gotten into this thing. So her life is gone. So I haven't seen her life for ten years. Okay. So things are no, 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 no. This is a make-up belief. Hypothetical setup. What I'm telling you, no, no, no. What I'm telling you, she's trying to play out with the setup. What I'm telling you, what I'm telling you, where I want this to go. go. You're very good at this. So anyway, so so I haven't seen her. You know, we're estranged and stuff. So now. I don't know that she's pregnant, and I don't know that she's in jail. And all she's telling the people is when they say to her, say, Gigi's hey, mom didn't abort, know she was pregnant. Abort, yep. adopt um, <coughs> a relative and whatever. So she's going to say, well, I don't have any family because my mom and I haven't spoken for many, many years. And she thinks that I hate her because this is where her life is. But nobody's going to bridge the gap. Exactly. So I want that person right there. I want that person to say, I want names. I want your mom's name. Who's your first I contact? I want to know the last time that you've had contact. There and where you're at. So then, then yes. Thank you. You and could that person, be that for so the Porsche. that person comes to me and says, hey, I'm going to tell you right now, your daughter's pregnant. She's going to deliver in two months. She's going to be in jail. You got a grandbaby here. And you have actual legal rights? Exactly. Yeah, because you're a grandparent. statutes of Oregon? Totally. You will. So there are Oregon statutes in place for that immediate Yeah. forward? Right. But when someone has to mediate and like be in... And if they don't pursue them, it won't happen. I'm not talking about mediating. I'm talking about reaching out. I'm talking about this person coming to me and say, hey, I want to give you a heads up. Your daughter's going to deliver a child in two months. She's going to do 10 years in jail. And are you interested in having a relationship with your daughter? And do you want to take that grandbaby? And I'm going to say... two separate arrangements. Exactly. Are they and that's what the Porsche Project does. What I'm saying is that 
we don't get the chance to say if we're willing to be in that job. Now, there's going to be parents out there that are going to say, I want nothing to do with me because there's no so, bridges that can be So then you have all these seven, eight, nine-year-olds that are being Hustered. over because yeah. it's so after the fact. Exactly. And I want to change the after effect. I want somebody to ask me what I want to do with my grandchild. What, let's talk about what was happening with Gigi. Because me, myself, and I yes, were taking valid. my grandbaby no matter how much I was pissed I at my daughter. Like so Gigi's grandma. Where so is that market and what are they called? Coffee Creek is the number one incarcerating. Well, who are these representatives? What is the name? Portia Project. There you go. They're the only. They're the only. No, that's an actual nonprofit agency set up. They're the only ones acting as the liaison for women who are incarcerated. I have two daughters and a grandson, and I got a great relationship with both my kids. The program that they have is like Multnomah County Women's Corrections. That's it. I need you to advocate in prisons. To, to promote the desire Just, for okay, these so people, these your, parents, so put, to speak, put, put yourself um, to put, have the desire for that representation. Right. Right. Well, so they do, your, but they don't have any idea of how to get it. Because they well, they're being shoved so these had adoption panels in front of them. Their self-esteem is in the gutter. Okay, but put yourself. Uh-huh. So okay, so take yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You and your mom. You know, you had a fight. Okay, you don't even have to do what you're doing right now. I'll tell you something. Let's say that and this is a true story of a woman that gave up her kid for adoption. And this is an actual case that it was in Coffee Creek. Imagine that you're a woman who was raped by a fucking see, and that's, actual see, person who works at the facility. See, and, that, yeah. and that person comes up to you, even though you were pregnant, so they knew that you couldn't get pregnant. Right. They raped you when you were being mm-hmm. booked. Mm-hmm. This is someone in a position of authority. Yep. They, the rapes yep. happen there yep. all the time. Yep. It's a woman's prison. And they know they're not going to We know misogyny exists. So they know that they're not going to say anything. Yep. It's not happening. Yep. Yep. Gigi told me that that happens all the time there. She says to me, my friend gave up her fight when Portia Project reached out to her because she said, I want to keep my baby. They were both yep. pregnant together. And she said, I want to keep my baby. But the guy that raped her came up and handed her these flyers and said, you know you're not going to be a very good mom. Yeah. Like, and that type of weird psychological already, abuse is already happening exactly. in these prisons. So someone has to break that barrier. Yes, but here's the sad, here's the sad part. People get in your head that if you if you say everything that you and your parent, your mom, you know, went through, they go, well, your mom's never going to take you back because that's what happened to them. That doesn't mean your mom's not going to take you back. You know what I'm saying? I think she was about to touch on something that said somebody needs to come in and break the barrier. Exactly. Because Lisa's very good at breaking barriers. somebody needs to come in and say, Specifically glass ceiling. That was five years ago. That was four years (laughs) ago. Like in the Mormon church or something? (laughs) I fucking love you, man. But it could be be six months to 15 years later that you've talked to your mom. You know what I'm saying? Just it's because, true. My mom didn't talk to her mom. Like so you actually years. need you need one one powerful neutral ground to come in and underscore the proper development of families again. Or even just a group of women who got out of that facility willing to volunteer to be that medium. That there is somebody out there that cares about you and still loves you. When you're out there rehabilitating your life in this society that hates women, let's talk about maybe ways you can help. Maybe we could talk about ways that you could help facilitate these women that are incarcerated who have children or threatened, like there's a threat that now, they could lose me, them. No, 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 don't give me Now, they make are, money off of these adoptions. That's right. $63,000 in adoption right. that they make per child that they get to be adopted out through the 
the prison system right. at Coffee but, Creek. But then you got the flip side. $63,000. You just resonated with me. But you've also got the flip side that some of those women that are in there, they should be giving their children for adoption. Because yes, they, got they should. They got pregnant for the so wrong reason. So then you need to have a professional. And that baby, whatever. I'm just saying. There's, like there's a psychological more. evaluation should Everybody be done in general. is individual. Yes, you're absolutely correct. But also yes. maybe let's talk about the fact that there could be a completely competent like stem of the family tree that would be willing like my that's what i'm saying my daughter's uh dad his brother was unable to care for their son there needs to be a boy same with the mom and they went in and took him from the family and that was a setup that needed to happen at the time and i know several people that but that know until after the fact but that was outside of the prison system this this 15 year old is trying to find some family roots and stuff and they go to the grandparents and they go if i know if i knew about you i'd have got you from day one yeah and they don't know because they're not going to do that nobody's telling them because it's sixty three thousand dollars a head disclosure program sixty three thousand bucks per kid they could adopt out breaks my heart it does that makes me want to cry they're this selling babies. This is real. That's why the Porsche Project's established. It's been going for a long time. Wow. Oh, maybe I should talk to them. I I'm think so you'd be a really good advocate for them. Well, because she's got such a powerful stance yeah. against I do in court. misogyny. I do in court. Do you ever do work I have a weird. <laughs> uh, let's yeah, talk about actually, next door. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's. Do well, we can't right now, but like after okay, the recording. So, what fascinates me? <coughs> if I had the time and I, if I was, if I had the money to where I didn't have to work or do anything, I would spend all my days in court just for the different court cases because it amazes me. It's easy and to it, do. All you it, have to do is find where someone is inconsistent and then file it and then you'll be right. in court. Oh, no, 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 but I have to work. <laughs> I can't spend, my, no, no, no. I like to listen to the different things uh-huh. and I like to listen in and I'm the type of person that takes notes and said, that person just said that, and then they said this. I go, where are we going to go with that? Have you considered going into law school just for the fun of it? You know, I did it one time. It's, I did it one, it's see, a lot of application fee. Right. But see, my whole life has been childcare. Mm-hmm. I've done daycare, childcare, um, psychology all my life. That's what I so know. So your heart and your soul is to nurture children. Yes, and to not mm-hmm. watch. And I'm not saying all social workers are bad, and I'm not saying all social workers are good. But I'm just it telling you that right, it does though. need to be right. It needs to be corrected. But here's what bothers me. Here's a the thing. I don't want bias anymore. A social worker that's right. I agree. I am done with bias. I'm real done. I am on fire right. with but being a, done with But bias. a social worker that's burnt out, mm. that's burnt out, sometimes can happen. It's like, uh, I've heard this story they before. They do even though, shit, don't even they? Though, even though they that story is different this time, shit. but even though the story is the truth and it's not just a BS story, mm-hmm. they still need to check it out. That's all I'm saying. I, I think the social workers... It's, so hard. it's hard work. And I, it's I just the hands. same as you take one it's person, hard. okay, you're going to shake a title. A law firm. This is the cool part of our life. I've seen kids that have been... I call it she firm. I've, <laughs> I've seen kids that have been pulled out that shouldn't. I've seen kids that have been left over, left that shouldn't. So, I mean, it's... I believe... You know what I, I think really needs story. to be addressed? I would really like to understand why people are being made foster parents who are known human traffickers for the because kids that are why? being taken... Because from they, the because fucking they, ice they still, people, they still so make it in the system. No, no, they're the people that are being like deported. Okay, and but their children are still legal residents of the United States. God, you they're being taken out of the system. They yeah, only no, know where the boys are. They only know where the boys <laughs> yeah, are. They don't know where the sober. girls are. It's making my energy fly. They don't know where any of the girls are. Where are the girls? 
And I'm queen disclosure. Like, I'm the thing. Like I'm not even, like, a hard... I didn't even know what the word, like, misogyny was until I met LFB, which is the chick to the right of me. It needs to be addressed. I didn't know. Because it is our primary problem. Well, let's talk about why. How sad that it is. Well, it's... it's, Well, it's from the beginning of our country. Well, look at Epstein. I know. know. It's from the beginning of our country because they brought in two things. The old world marriage law. Old world marriage law. And second, and don't, I'm not an anti-religionist, I'm not, but the Bible, the Bible hates women, and it just says, because it rapes women. Well, the nice Templar is the, like, a very But that's for another, that's for another forum. We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Okay. And so, that's fine. But anyway, but the old world marriage contract absolutely is so disrespectful. It's just, it's yeah. an uneven I have a lot thing. of really beautiful. uneven. Yeah. I have a lot of really beautiful friends who are very spiritual and on the same level that I am. Yeah. And they identify as Christians or people who are very entwined with the Bible. Um, but what ultimately it ends up being is that they're more something along the lines of agnostic theist, where they identify with one source God, like creator, and they know that that source is loving and that there's something about that energy. There was a story that was perpetuated in multiple different uh, religions that depict like the child of God and then this and that, and it continually shows that they were like, crucified for this certain thing I think it's a valid story if it continually repeated itself Mm -hmm. there are really cool parallels when you look into the spirituality and then also the bible you can connect the two that case for Christ thing was pretty on point so like when people are my mother-in-law is very spiritual so when I get to the point of no resolve where we are both like well that's where we agree to disagree I still want to like dabble in agreeing because I understand that I'm talking with someone that gets me. So I address this and I say to them, look, like what it comes down to is that there's so much more research that we've both yet failed to do, but it does come down to there's like a medium mm. where we all just want to coexist and create a life that isn't harmful to every person on it, which right now we're living in that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Monsanto. <laughs> Yeah. I have to pee. This you is Kilowatt and LFC. Oh and what's your God. name, my love? You Let's come up that. with a good. I did oh the whole thing. <laughs> what's your name? Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, LFC, and our bartender. Karen. 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 At the Lucky Point. We're at 49, 